Well, good morning, St. Bruno. You've all heard this gospel before. And maybe what we forgot, or what I forgot, I want to remind everybody here, is that in the chapter before, we read chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. But in chapter 3, verses 13 through 17, it talked about what happened just before the temptation. And what happened just before the temptation was this. After Jesus was baptized, he came up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened for him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending on him like a dove and coming upon him. And a voice came from the heavens saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And even before Jesus went into the waters of baptism, John the Baptist saw him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. So we have John the Baptist prophesying that, saying, Here he comes, the Lamb of God who's taking away the sins of the world. And then the clouds open up, and the Father's voice says, This is my beloved Son with whom I'm well pleased. Then Jesus is led into the desert. And he's there for 40 days and 40 nights, tempted by the devil. And the tempter approaches him. And he tells him, if you are the son of God. If. The clouds opened up. The father said, this is my beloved son. Everybody heard it. devil was aware of it. He heard John the Baptist saying, this is the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. But he says, if you are the son of God trying to put doubt in Jesus' mind. He's always trying to put doubt in our minds. You, who are baptized, how many people are baptized here? Raise your hand. Raise your hand like you're proud of it, right? All right, good. Raise both hands. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys are all baptized. You are all temples of the Holy Spirit, all of you. But I bet you, you've heard the voice in your head saying, you're nobody, you're a sinner, you're bad. Putting doubt in your mind, but yet you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. Satan does the same thing over and over and over again. And he said, he sees Jesus in the desert, sees him weak, sees him hungry. 40 days without eating, that's a long time. And he says, what a great opportunity to take this guy down. He's human and divine, but I'm going after his humanity, and I see humanity, and I take them down each and every time. I'm going after him. Great opportunity. If I take him down, then he fails on his mission for salvation, and humanity has no chance. They're stuck in sin, and I got them. I got them all. So go after him. Sort of like football. Anybody watch football here? Anybody? Okay, well, a few of us watch football. Okay, so the quarterback is hurt on the opposing team. He can't run. He can't scramble. All he can do is drop back and pass. The coach on the other team sees it, knows it, says to the defense, this is what you're going to do. What do you think he's going to do? Rush the quarterback, blitz him, send everybody at the quarterback. Great opportunity, blitz the guy. He, he's hurt, 
Satan is thinking the same thing. He's hurt. He's hungry. I got him. Blitz him. Hit him. Hit him hard. So he says, I'm going to go after the three things that always takes humanity down, and he's no different. I'm going to go right after him with three things. Lust, power, and money. You say, lust? How did they go after him with lust? If you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. Fill your desire. Go ahead, eat everything. Just change them. Don't, don't worry about it. Fill that desire. Fill that lust in your body. Goes after him with that. Now Jesus says no. And he uses scripture. He straight arms the linebacker coming at him and puts him to the ground with the word of God. Then Satan says, okay, I got another guy coming in, another linebacker, I'm going to blitz you again. If you are the son of God, throw yourself down. If, again, if you are, that seed of doubt, always throwing that seed of doubt, not only hitting them, but throwing doubt in his head and always in our heads. And if you throw yourself down, then you'll show everybody how powerful you are. You show everybody how blessed you are and how beloved you are and how good you are because God is going to take care of you, how powerful you are. Go ahead, throw yourself down. And Jesus says, no, not going to do it. And he, again, uses Scripture and puts Satan down. He's weak. So he goes back to Scripture, the Word of God, and puts him down. So now he throws money at him. All these I will give you, all the kingdoms and their magnificence I will give you if you prostrate yourself and worship me. Worship me and you will have everything. I'll give you everything. And Jesus says, no. You shall worship only the Lord your God. And he puts him down again with Scripture. He's weak. He goes back to Scripture and puts Satan down. Wonderful. Wonderful. Praise be to God he did that. He was able to overcome Satan's temptations. Now, we have begun Lent. We've begun Lent, and now it's our 40 days. Our 40 days to sacrifice. Our 40 days to fast from something. So, you know, we fast from different things. We fast from chocolate and meat, maybe, and in and out. No, not in and out. Not that one. <laughs> Alcohol, swearing, soft drink, smoking, social media. We, we, we do our stuff. But then when Lent is over, we oh, can't wait to get back to the chocolate. I hid it from myself. I blocked it. I don't want to go back to it. But as soon as Lent is over, boom, I'm going back to it. Well, I am so happy and praise be to God, I think we can all praise God that after Jesus was 40 days in his desert and he finished his 40 days, he didn't knock on the door. Hey, uh, Satan, uh, what were those things again you were going to give me? Praise be to God, he didn't do that. Why do we do that? 
We are also weak. We all know it. We all know our weaknesses. If anybody here doesn't know one of their weaknesses, I'd be surprised. Jesus was weak in the desert. I challenge you to forget about the chocolate and forget about the soft drinks. And think about that weakness that always brings you down. The one that Satan knows. The one that Satan always picks on. The one that Satan always blitzes you on. Think about that weakness. And think about fasting from that. Fasting from that so you don't go back to it. That's the whole point of Lent. That's the whole point of Jesus in the desert. Going on a mission for salvation for humanity. What's your mission? To get through the 40 days and go back to it? Or to become stronger in Christ, our Savior? To become a missionary to your family, an example to your community and your church? What is your mission? The mission shouldn't be just getting through Lent. It should be change. It should be purification. It should be enlightenment so that you go on to be better followers of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is not a new concept. In 405 A.D., there was a bishop called St. Chrysostom. He was the archbishop of Constantinople, which was the capital of the Roman Empire. He was archbishop to the queen of the Roman Empire. She didn't like what he said all the time. But he told her and told the community there, the fast of Lent has no advantage to us unless it brings about spiritual renewal. It is necessary while fasting to change our whole life and practice virtue. Turning away from all wickedness means keeping the tongue in check, restraining our anger, avoiding gossip, lying, and swearing. To abstain from these things, here lies the true value of the fast. That was 1,600 years ago or 1,800 years ago, a long time ago. This is not a new concept, but many of us have forgotten that or never heard it. So it's not chocolate, and it's not TV, and it's not social media. It's spiritual renewal, purification, and enlightenment so that you can become better followers of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So Lent is a time to grow stronger. So look for those places in your life that are weak, where you slip, where you need help. And like Jesus, use the word of God to strengthen yourself against the evil one. Just strengthen yourself when you're weak so that you too can grow and be better followers and then as we all grow, and in our weakness during Lent, we too can say what Jesus said. Get away, Satan, for it is written, the Lord your God shall you worship, 
and him alone shall you serve. Amen?